Wow, what an introduction to my dear friend Katya Grinieva, who is performing this coming December 27th at Carnegie Hall yet again. That was Katya's Ave Maria, which we played on this show some time ago. It is stunning. Katya, welcome to A Better World. So nice to have you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Nita. <laughs> I mean, what an introduction that was. <laughs> Much better than anything I could do. <laughs> it's a, it's a famous a rendition. To hear you. Yes, it's tell me. It's Bach Gounod. Yeah, it's Bach Gounod, Ave Maria. So it's very uh-huh. special. Yeah, because you hear the Bach prelude underneath, and then the melody comes on top. So it's kind of yes. a combination of few composers. Isn't that yeah. interesting? Yeah. Now, who put, did you put that? Did you do that arrangement? No, it was Bach Gounod. Gounod actually made the arrangement. Oh, so Gounod did the arrangement of taking Bach and then adding his own features to yes. it. Yes. He, he, he's so famous for that beautiful melody. But underneath it is the Bach prelude which every child knows how to play. That probably was one of my first pieces I played as a child. So interesting (laughs) to weave these together like that. So uh, for for the audience here, just to remind you, Katya has been playing around the world to heads of state, prime ministers, presidents, for their own enjoyment, as well as she's been doing charity concerts on behalf of children in developing countries all over Africa, South America, and elsewhere, using music as a means of helping to enliven, inspire uh, people from everywhere, as well as to give money to help children who are living in very downtrodden trodden, uh, conditions. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? You've done so much in this regard, Katya. It's so admirable. My audience would love to hear well, about this. Yes, I, I love very much like playing for children and helping them because I grew up in Russia and music was such an important part of our life. And I, yes. wasn't, I didn't grow up in a family of musicians, so I started completely by accident because of my neighbors. And for six months, I played piano our neighbor's apartment before my parents decided to get me a piano so it was completely just by chance so and I remember going to concerts when I was six years old and being so mesmerized and sitting in a beautiful hall and thinking like how could people do this like it was so magical so now I will I do the same I want to bring it to children who might not have opportunity to be exposed to it so Few, like I go to Africa a lot, to Kenya, and I we raised money for children to get the musical instruments, and I went and I played for them in the slams. Like it was really sad experience to witness the condition they live in, but they're happy children though. Like when they exposed to beauty, they're just happy, you know, because mm, the nature of the child sure. is happy. <laughs> they blossom so like was- flowers. So that was like very, very special. And I hope that next year I'll go again to Kenya mm-hmm. to do that and help them with that project. But besides going to developing countries, I think here in this country, 
there are some neighborhoods where children never hear classical music either and are not exposed to it and they don't have means to go to beautiful hall like a Carnegie Hall. So every year when I do my Carnegie Hall concert around Christmas and holidays, I always bring a few hundred kids to the concert from those neighborhoods. Yes, I've like seen we have, that. So yeah, so I'm playing this Friday in the Bronx for a special school. And I played two weeks ago in the Bronx for another school where like And aren't you going to Brooklyn today? Yes. This afternoon Brooklyn you're going to Brooklyn, yes. I believe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. you said I'm sorry, so, you said about playing for the homeless? Yeah, like the school I played just a week ago. I played for the two hundred kids I played for and they were wonderful audience. They were so well behaved. And then I oh. learned that thirty percent of them are homeless. And that's just so sad, you know, because this country is wealthy. Like, it shouldn't be happening. Like, in Africa, I understand, you know, there's so much poverty. Mm-hmm. But here, like, this is kind of like, doesn't make sense, you know what I mean? So For sure. That's what I... For sure. So I'm, so I'm yeah. bringing some of those kids yeah. on December 27 to Carnegie Hall, and I hope it will inspire them. And also, I set up a code. So anybody who wants to bring a child to the concert, they, I, can mm. I give you the code they can use? Oh, please. Because it's like yes. they will get the ticket free for a child. And the code is KAT32562. And I'll repeat it. It's KAT32562. So if they go online to buy a ticket, they can use this code and they basically mm-hmm. get a free ticket for a child. So any family oh, who wants nice. to bring children have opportunity to do it. So That's I want it to be just really happy and beautiful event for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing such a beautiful program. I'm playing well, like yes, yeah, I'm playing Bach, Yesu, Joys of Men Desiring, and then Mozart Sonata with Turkish March, which is so happy and uplifting. And mm-hmm. Debussy, Claire de Lune, Schubert, Liszt, Ave Maria, Tchaikovsky, oh Dance of the F- Flower Dance, and some other things from Nutcracker. And then I'm playing a piece which is very rarely performed by Clara Schumann. It's a very, very beautiful piece called Romance. And this year it's her 200th anniversary since she was born. So I wanted really? to honor her and play one of her pieces. Yes. And Nobody really knows, not many people know her music because her husband was the famous composer. So, but right, she, he was so well known. And uh, and 200 years ago, women composers were not um, uh, honored. In fact, they couldn't really be known. Really? No, they just were not allowed to be composers, basically. Isn't that <laughs> but amazing? Now, things, I know. But things, things change nowadays. Changed. So, so yeah. then I'm playing Gershwin. Embraceable You, very beautiful arrangement for the piano. Oh, really? I love Gershwin. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be really beautiful. Byron actually found that piece for me, you know. He's great. Ah, Byron Duckwall, who has also been yeah. a, a guest on our show, the brilliant, yeah. wonderful cellist. Uh-huh. And then I'm doing Ravel Ballero, rendition for the piano, which everybody loves. I think I'm the only oh, one who plays that God. piece solo on the piano. I normally love it's that. done. <laughs> yeah, normally it's done for like eight pianos or four pianos or two pianos or uh-huh. the whole orchestra, of course. But I'm doing yes. it on one piano, and it's actually amazing. And then really? I'm playing piece which, for you. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> it's easy for me, but it, 
but it's easy for me for some reason, but it's actually complicated, you know, piece to oh play. Oh, my God, musically, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, because your brain has to split in two halves. Like the left hand does one thing and the right has does completely different thing. And left yeah. hand has to sustain the same rhythm through, like, for 10 minutes. Like, it just oh, does the same God. thing over and over again, you know. <laughs> yeah, Amazing. So well, thank of, God. God, uh, God, uh, split your brain in half already, so you don't have to do that <laughs> yeah. part. And then I'm, I'm doing special piece which Byron arranged for me. He made this uh, my favorite things. It's like Rose Fantasia, oh, and nice. very, very beautiful. So that will be the end of the concert. It's That's so much fantastic. fun to play it, and it's so light and beautiful. Yeah. This is such a lineup. I love it, Katya. I love I it. I think it's one of my you know? I think it's one of my best programs because I'm also doing my two favorite pieces by Chopin, one of his nocturnes and then Chopin mm-hmm. Fantasy Impromptu. Like I'm actually playing really all my favorite things. So my favorite things should <laughs> be Yeah, right. Of my you play the song my favorite things <laughs> while playing your favorite things. <laughs> Maybe next year that I'll name my concert great. my favorite things. <laughs> God almighty. I'm so sorry. I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to miss this, really? which is you're Aww. you're making me salivate at the at the musical choices you're making. It's just wonderful. I just want to honor you, you and acknowledge you all together, Katya. Who you know, I've had the joy of having you as a friend for God knows twenty years at this point, something like that, and uh, yes. having stayed. At the, I stayed and saw your original piano in Moscow. I stayed with I your know. mother many years ago, you know, and um, you know, I just feel like I've been part of the family in so many ways, and uh, it's just yeah. beautiful to see you blossom and, you know, really flourish in the work you're doing, both musically, artistically, as well as taking your, your God-given gift and bringing it forward for the benefit of children. Just even right here, this concert on December 27th at Carnegie Hall by inviting hundreds of children. It's just spectacular kids who probably might not have ever left their their area, you know, and to come yes. of all places to Midtown Manhattan, to Carnegie Hall. It must be such a thrill for them and can yes, give them... Like- a, really a new breath of fresh air that life is bigger than they thought and the possibilities are grand and maybe I too can come someday to uh, create something like Kaya did, you know, and help others. Yes, that's true. I know that's where you're coming from. Yeah, and it's such a festive time. Even Carnegie Hall is decorated so beautifully and everything around it. Last year when I had the kids come, I had some pictures of them, and they looked, like, so happy. My God. They were in that concert hall, like, and they came (sighs) to meet me upstairs. Afterwards, I arranged for them to come upstairs, you know, to say hello. And so my friend would bring them, like, 50 at a time or 30 at a time. And um, it was really great. And he's a great guy. He has this organization called We've Got Written, and it's in Jersey City. So they brought kids from 
like like poor areas from Jersey City. So I have few like few people who bring kids from different areas, you know, from Bronx, yeah. from yeah. Jersey City, from Harlem. And sure. It's great. I'm really happy when it all comes together. It's not easy never, but at the end it all comes together, you know. Yeah, right. No, it's a lot of work. Concert production is something I started doing, honestly, when I was in high school. It was more in the area of rock and jazz, quite honestly. But still, there's another really important feature to what you're doing, I believe, Katya. Uh, And you kind of made reference to it earlier, which is that you're bringing uh, music from another era forward into the 21st century. Uh, at a time when history has become marginalized in all areas, and uh, including music, and there are some things that kind of pass as music today that are not particularly musical, uh, sadly, and to revive the great classic composers the way you are and educating young people as you are about them that might not have otherwise had a clue that it even existed. To me, will you comment on that? I, I think that that's another powerful gift that you're bringing forward. Well, yes, because there's so much depth and spirit in those pieces. <clears throat> when you feel that, when when I play them, I feel the spirit like very deep and it's coming through. And I think there's like wisdom. You know, it's like when you look in a, very beautiful cathedral in Europe. Yes. Like they say, Notre yes. Dame. It will have the same energy as the Bach piece or Mozart sonata. It's very deep. So there's not many things like this nowadays. Like everything is fast yes. and and yes. kind of shallow. So it's very important That's to right. be connected to those things and keep bringing them forward to inspire people. <laughs> Oh God! It's just and so to true. remember because it's part of our it's part of yeah. our soul. All That's those right. pieces. It's part of our soul. It's part of our history. It's part of our culture. And if there aren't people like you keeping it alive, and not just keeping it alive, but very deliberately and consciously spreading it among the youth, especially the more economically challenged youth who would not otherwise have access and whose educational backgrounds would not necessarily lead them in this direction. But you've seen some of the students that you've played to over the course of years now. Have you been aware of any of them taking up uh, the the practice of, uh, of yes. classical music? Yes. Yes, I even received letters from like a couple of little girls who were so inspired and decided to practice piano. There was one in Westchester, and then there was a little girl whom I noticed like she had a talent. She came to the piano and had a talent, and we got her a piano even. Somebody donated an upright wow. piano, and, and so now she's practicing and playing, and her parents wouldn't have afforded to buy her piano. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. So those little things, they happen all the time. Every time yes. when I play, something like this happens. Yes. And that's really wonderful. 
And you know what's interesting? Yeah. I played once for Tell children, me. and one of the teachers asked the children to write notes, and they sent me the notes, like re- what they thought. And every child picked a different piece they loved. Like one said the favorite piece was Ave Maria. Another one wrote and said the favorite piece was Rachmaninoff. And the other one said they loved, loved Claire de Lune, and they made them cry. And they were like very, very like intelligent responses, like... Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's really amazing. In fact, <laughs> so that is so beautiful. It's really heart opening to hear that. That means yeah. they're tuning in to that level of depth, you know, and they're really listening with their whole really, body. Yeah, but you need like a teacher who will also understand and direct them in that um, direction, you know. Yes. That's right. That's right. So I think sometimes we well, need to educate teachers. <laughs> oh God, that's for sure. That is yeah. for sure. We have to really revamp. Very... We have to review and revamp the entire educational system because number one, it focuses just too much on intellectual education and not enough, I believe on emotional education and on building a sense of character, of dignity, of integrity. Uh, I think that should be part and parcel of every education, every bit as much as uh, so-called book learning. You know, we need it all to become a full whole human being, right? And music and uh, artistic education has to be an integral part of that. It helps to, you know, you mentioned splitting your brain in half, and the other part is putting it back together again, like Humpty Dumpty, you know. You have to be able to be whole thinking, so you're activating your left and right hemispheres. And so much of our uh, lives in this culture, and certainly education, is very much left hemisphere dominance, just about academic and logistics and logical thinking and analysis instead of the more creative and artistic aspect which is represented through our right hemisphere do you know and as you said split but you also bring them they work in concert no pun intended with you together (laughs) and as it should be yes your thoughts does that make sense oh definitely yes definitely yeah yeah. Completely makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, the schools which actually are. Work. Please. Yeah, go the ahead. schools which are really successful are the ones, like where you see children really advance. It's the ones who would promote chess and music. Chess, chess is also very good for the brain. Yes, for sure, for sure. We have to exercise our brain and. Even sitting in the concert hall at Carnegie Hall is a good exercise of our brain and hearts and souls, folks. Why don't you give us <laughs> the information of how people can get tickets and uh, the details? Okay. Okay, so the concert is on Friday, December 27. You can either call Carnegie Charge at 212-247-7800 you can order online at www.carnegiehall.org. The box office is on 57 and 7th Avenue. And again, I'll give you the code. If anybody wants yes, to bring children, they can get a free ticket for a kid. It's K. Is there an age? Uh, is there an age? I think it would, I would start with six, like six years old to 15. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. So Go ahead. 
so then the code is K A T three two five six two. Okay, one more time just because there's a lot of numbers there. K A T three two five six two. Beautiful. And it's Beautiful. and it's next Friday, December twenty seven, eight PM. If you uh, e- email that to me, I'll post it on our okay. uh, social media for you. Okay. Sure, yes. It would be my yeah. pleasure. I'll do that. Well, Katya Grinieva, such a pleasure, my dear, to have you on again. And I love letting people know about your music and the way you present it and offer it in so many places around the world. And you delight so many people. Including moi. Thank you, Mitchell. So, Thank you, Mitchell. We have Absolutely. to get together soon. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to. You know, I'm one of your great friends and fans. So yeah, we maybe we'll keep you can that come up. Maybe we'll do something in my apartment because I have such a beautiful piano in New York. Remember how we did interview yeah. once? And I yes, have the most magnificent piano here. Yeah. We did an something. interview. Our first interview, in fact, was around the corner from Carnegie Hall in one of those spectacular piano stores where you knew the owner and a piano, I remember this vividly, was just flown over from Paris. It was an 1885 Steinway, and you and I sat on the bench together and did the interview. Yes. It was such a special place. Yes. (laughs) The piano was incredible. Incredible. And you yeah. brought it to life. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll get together again soon. Yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. That would be great. So thanks so much for coming back on again today. Thank you, Mitchell. Thank you. My and pleasure. But Joel, you got it. We'll talk soon. Okay. With you. Bye-bye now. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. That is Katya Grenieva who clearly is a a very dear, close friend of mine uh, and whose music is just so touching. I have brought people to these concerts year after year after year, and uh, everyone just is full of gratitude and so happy to be there. It's uh, in the world we live in today with so much stress and so much pressure coming in from all sides, from work and home and the White House and you name it, it's just happening everywhere. It's like the world has truly sped up and to be able to recline at a beautiful acoustically sound, no pun intended, hall such as Carnegie and relax and be bathed in Katya's music is a godsend. It just truly is. So I truly encourage anyone in the New York area, or even if you're not, she's had people fly in from all parts for her concerts. And uh, I understand why, that's for sure. So I am so glad that you've tuned in today. I started today's show, not with Beethoven, but with Katya playing Ave Maria, uh, Bach as she shared with us. So remember that we are a, a 501c3. We are a nonprofit ourselves and so appreciate your uh, 
donations and contributions to keeping us on the air. It's uh, very important. We also appreciate your feedback, so if you were able to take a moment, send an email to mjr at abetterworld.net. That's mjr at abetterworld.net. Or if you're interested in any of our services, um, counseling, coaching, executive coaching, energy balancing, stress management are all part of what we have here at A Better World. And you're welcome to engage any of these services, individual couples counseling, family counseling as well. We want to help people become inwardly healed so they can then participate in the outer conversation and the outer world to help heal that too. It's uh, it's a big effort. It's a joint effort. And we need all hands on deck. That's the real way it is. So on that note, thanks so much for joining. This is Mitchell J. Rabin for A Better World, and I look forward to seeing you all next week.